Good morning, shoppers. Good morning, friends. This is Table for Two with Naomi Nachman on the Nachum Siegel Network. Our show is sponsored by Abel's and Hyman. We taste better. I'm actually in the Cedarhurst store of Gourmet Glad. I am super excited to be here. Uh, this is one of our shows that we do a couple of times a year. I just want to thank, before we do the whole intro, the amazing team of Gourmet Glad, Howie Klagsbrun. We could not do this without you. Yoli Steinberg and all the guys from Schloy to uh, Mendy today, it's all going to be appearing on the show at different points, so stick around. We have an incredible Shovel Watch show today, so stick around for the next hour and a half for our supersized edition of Table for Two. Uh, you can come on down to the Cedarhurst store in uh, in the five towns, or uh, you can tune in to NachumSiegel.com. You can watch it on the YouTube channel of the Nachum Siegel Network um, on, on YouTube. So it's the other way around. It's the YouTube Nachum Siegel Network on YouTube. You know what I mean. Nachum Siegel Net. ZK always, I don't get that right, do I? <laughs> so, um, and of course, on your Nachum Siegel Network app, you can listen to our show as well. But watch it online. It's a lot of fun today right here from the store. For those of you who don't know me, I'm Naomi Nachman, and I'm about all the food all the time. I love Shopping for it right here in this store. Cooking, eating, eating at restaurants. Anytime you don't feel like cooking, you can give me a call. I cook for people for Shabbos and Yontef. I'm a personal chef. My business is called the Aussie Gourmet. And I really enjoy eating all the time. Um, but it's a two-way conversation here. So anytime you've got a recipe you want to share with me or you want to reach out about a restaurant, email me at Naomi at NachumSiegel.com. Uh, you can join me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. I think I'm leaving something out. Um, Pinterest, yeah. So um, be in touch with me and uh, we'll uh, have, a, have a conversation about food. I want to give a shout-out to um, three restaurants that I ate at in the last couple of weeks. Um, the fish plate, I probably ate there like 10 times in the last two weeks. They've been my saviour. And now they make pizza as well. So they're the fish plate with pizza too. Love it. They were fab. Um, also, I ate at Paradise. I had a tasting menu with my friend Melinda Strauss of kitchen-tested.com. We had an amazing tasting menu. It was 12 courses. I had to go to spin at Studio Ina four times in that week to burn off all those calories and had a fabulous meal at Abigail. So I just want to uh, give a big shout out to that as well. We have a very exciting show, as I mentioned. Um, but I've got one other, um, one other thing I'd like to mention just for the next hour and a half. Um, we're going to be making farmer's cheese. Yes, you heard it. We're going to make, be making our own farmer's cheese. If you're watching and you're in the five towns, you might want to like run over here right now because Alex Edov and I, he's the kosherologist, he's an amazing blogger. We're going to make some um, amazing farmer's cheese. And we've got a wine and cheese pairing. We have Shifra Klein here from Joy of Kosher. We have the cheese guy himself, Brent Delman. We're going to do a wine pairing with Shlomo Blaschka. Um, so much more coming up. At, we're going to make cheesecake. We're going to talk to Mendy Hers all about cheesecake. And we're going to answer the tough questions. We're going to make how we answer all the tough questions, what's going on with Gourmet Glut? Hot gossip right here from the store in Cedarhurst. Okay, so I'm just going to go wander over to my friend Alex, and we are just going to have some fun over there. I'm always interested in learning. Whoops. I'm always interested in learning. I'm just going to pop around here. Hi, Alex. I'm always interested in learning. Whoop. I'm going to stand here. Um, everything about food, food science, food technology, um, 
how things are made, and it's just so exciting that we put this together. How are you? Thank you for coming. Thank you for having me on your show. Exciting. Yeah, in person. Alex was a guest on the show over the phone because he lives in Atlanta, and uh, he's in New York. What are you doing in New York? I'm here doing uh, restaurant reviews for the uh, Jewish Home, which is a magazine distributed in the Five Towns. Absolutely. I write for them. You'll find my recipes there. Yep. And it's uh, been an exciting experience just running around New York and eating myself, you know, eating my way around. I really want your job. I know. It's a hard job, but somebody has to do it. Okay. Where are some great places that you've eaten? You heard me give a restaurant a shout out. Mm -hmm. Uh, Marani, which is in Rigo Park. Love it. They've been a guest on our show. And Chagall Bistro. Chagall. was really awesome. Beef tartare to die for. Mm -hmm. And also uh, basil, of course. Mm, Homemade pasta. And uh, Boof and Bun, those are some of the yeah. major places. And uh, have you been to the surf room yet? I've been to the surf room right here in Long Beach. Yep, that's right. I thought I was it was a really like awesome place. two weeks ago. Okay, great. That's great. So let's get started. Okay, um, great. As I mentioned, I have Alex with me. Uh, hello, friends. Thank you, everyone, for joining us. And we have Alex Edov. Am I saying it right? I do. I do. It's all the same. You know, it's my crazy accent. I know. Right. You're I-dub. probably saying it right. I think we say it wrong. <laughs> yes. <laughs> in Europe, I know they probably didn't say I do. So it's right. Edov. Probably Edov. Um, yeah, so um, we're going to be making some. You tell right, us what so we're doing here. So we're making fresh farmer's cheese, which is really simple and really awesome to make. All you need is. Uh, you know, as much milk as you want, but we're using here a half a gallon of milk and also some uh, vinegar. We have uh, three teaspoons of vinegar per half gallon of milk. So we have three teaspoons of vinegar to half a gallon of milk. Right. And we're using whole milk. And we're using whole milk. I love it whole milk. It a lot better that way, just using whole milk. I can say that. <laughs> um, uh, Brent was just telling me that you can use buttermilk, and that makes a whole other experience. You don't even have to put the vinegar. So Ooh, I'm looking forward to trying that. My, my gosh, you should have Brent come. <laughs> I know. <laughs> okay. And, All right, um, so now we, we, we're, we've got our little burner. Right, so you want to heat the milk up to 180 degrees over a medium-low flame. So you want to make it, it's a gradual process. I'm kind of speeding it up a little bit here so we can right, see the Right, because our show's an hour and a half, right. you know. So stick around. Right, so typically you just want to cook it for 30 to 40 minutes over that low, medium flame until it reaches 180. And then you shut off the flame and let it sit in a warm space. So like warm up the oven, you know, and just put it in there and you stick it there for five and a half hours. So that... So we, we, we're gonna, we will take this. We're going to show this at different stages. We're going to keep checking back. Alex is going to stick around. And we're going to check on the process of that. And then we're going to see our finished product at the end of the show. Right. Okay, so we, we put our milk, our vinegar, and... And then that's it for right now. And then we just let it heat it up. Uh, like I said, till it reaches 180. And you can see there, it's already starting to curl. Right, can we see into the thing? It's a little bit hard to see. I'm going to just tilt it. it can we tilt it? Is that good? Yep. Okay. So it's already starting to curdle, and so the uh, cheese is forming, and you know what's left is the whey. So we'll see it's all yellow when it's done. What is whey? W-H-E-Y. So, that's right. So that's just the byproduct of cheese making, I believe. And okay. It's, uh, I'm, not a cheese, right, I'm not a cheese expert. This is the extent of my cheese knowledge and okay. uh, cheese making now, knowledge. Now, why would you want to make your own farmer's cheese? I mean, I, I like... I like to make everything from scratch, but why would one want to make their own farmer's cheese? Well, I'll tell you why I started making it is um, my sister's family keeps Cholavis Royal. Okay. And in Atlanta, where I'm from, Cholavis Royal cheese is very, very expensive, you know, more so than it is anywhere else. Right. We're so lucky so, in New York that we have right. gourmet laden stores right. that I we wish, can get I wish to. we had this. <laughs> I wish. Um, I know. We're, we're very, very lucky. All right. So I decided one year, uh, the grocery store in Atlanta marks down things when they're going milk is expensive too of course mm. um but uh, when they mark it down i bought it and said i'm going to make my own farmer's cheese for shavuos because i needed it to make lasagna to make uh cheese shells and i just use it in the recipes and it's also great in danish you can make it uh savory you can make it sweet you know put sugar in it if you want it sweet and when it's done 
And when it's ready to be seasoned, or you can put salt in it to make it salty, use the lasagna, whatever you want to use it. It's really versatile. It's great. And it tastes so much better fresh. Right. You know what? Everything tastes better fresh. And I guess it's not processed and you're making it yourself, so you really get to see what's in it. This is fantastic. So we could actually make – I'm going to be making some crepes now. I'm just going to um, switch this over. I know it's going to mess it up for a minute, but – what I'm going to do is I'm going to be making some crepes um, in, um, in, a, in a minute. But what we could do is, um, let me get that nice and hot, um, is use your farmer's cheese and we, one could make filling for the crepes like a blitz crepe. Yeah, that'd be great. Cool, with your own farmer's cheese. And, you know, you, as much as we think it's awesome to have, you know, frozen packages of um, in Gourmet Glout, we have delicious delicious um, cheese lacquers. There's nothing like making your own from scratch. So, And you'll see, I'm going to show you now how to make some blintzes, crepes, and Alex has shown you how to make the cheese. So if you're going that extra mile that is Shavuos, I call it Hidur HaMitzvah. <laughs> Whenever I make something a little extra Completely. special for Yontif and I go out of my way, Hashem appreciates it. So, okay, I've got my pan heating up, which is great. Um, in here, so we're just going to stick around. Um, I've got eggs. I'm going to put this up on my blog, theozzygourmet.com, and we're also going to try and put it up on the Nakam Siegel Network, uh, one of our links there, um, on Table for Two link. We'll try and get this recipe up. But it's three eggs, one and a half cups of water, one cup of flour, teaspoon of oil, and a dash of salt. And the key to making really good crepes is, I find, you've got to get it up early, right? It needs to sit and, and it needs like an 15 minutes. You can't just make the batter and start cooking it. You want it, the, the gluten to stretch and it makes a much better batter. A better batter. I could say that in American. A better batter. Does that sound? No. Nah. Sounds familiar. It, it sounds familiar, right? <laughs> With American accent. Okay, so I'm just, so this I made like an hour ago. It's a nice creamy batter. Just, and you always want to stir the bottom because sometimes the flour will settle. Okay, I'm just going to put this over on the side. Um, this is, I'm going to hold up my crepe pan. This I bought um, in the local Bed Bath & Beyond um, about 12 years ago. It is the best pan you can buy. I wish that they could sponsor my talk about this. Um, it's uh, B-E-R-D, no, B-E-R-N-D-E-S, Berndes. It is absolutely fabulous. In my house, this is a sin to use anything. You can only use it. For making crepes. You know, I'll add a fry onions or make omelettes. And the way I wash it is I take uh, my two fingers, warm water and soap and I wash it that way. No bristles are allowed to touch this pan. It's really a fantastic pan. Um, okay, so what I do, and it's non-stick, I'm just going to take, it works really well, a quarter of a cup. I'm just going to mix that again. And if your batter is too thick, it's not a problem. Thin it out with a little bit of water. Okay, now of course... Um, when you're on live um, broadcast of Nachum Siegel Network and you're cooking and talking, you always pray that, right, right. that your food is going to work out just right. So I'm going to take a, about a quarter of a ta- uh, cup of, and it's all in the hand action. It's all in the wrist. And it doesn't matter if it's got a lump or two. It'll be fine. And we're going to swirl that. Making sure. Okay, looks good. We're going to let that cook and set for a minute, and we're going to see how easy this is 
to make. Now, what I do also with, besides making cheese crepes, is I make a blintz crepe, and I make like 20 crepes, and it goes quite fast. I call it finding my groove. When I've got just the right heat setting and the batter's just right, they go so fast. In 10 minutes, you can have 20 crepes. Um, and I just lay them up, stack them up between layers of dolce de leche, nuts and jam, chocolate sauce. And then it's like this high. It's about a half a foot to a foot high. And then you just, you know, slice it or you can um, serve it as a pie or a cake or you can just make or, you know, individual traditional crepes filled. One of my favorites is um, goat cheese. I think Brent Adent taught me this. Goat cheese and caramel sauce. Thank you for that. But we'll talk about that later on in our segment together. I love um, caramel sauce and and um, and goat and and goat cheese. And here we go. Of course, uh, um, it is our is a favorite of mine. You throw in a little bit of nuts. Let's just make sure this is on high enough and it is still on. This should be setting a little bit faster. Okay. The first one is always your most difficult. It's it's called the Kapara one. This is the one that you give the kids who are hungry when they come home from school. It's good to have a little uh, mess you, ups you, just to yeah, nash on. Yeah, this is your nash. Okay, I did a beautiful cooking demo this week. We did some crepes. We did it for Kahal. It was a fundraiser for Kahal. It's a special educational school right here in the Five Towns, and I did this. The first one was not good, and the second one was perfect. So we're going to give the second one a... Whoops. Ah, okay, that did not work so well. But, you know... Uh, it's okay to have a disaster. <laughs> I always pride myself on my perfect um, blends crepes, but I think that every once in a while you can have a little disaster. I've got a paper towel underneath. Um, we're going to have to just... Um, where are the paper towels? Okay, we have a paper towel. Thank you, Miriam. Thank you, Miriam and Danny ZK for coming out here today. And we're just going to wipe that down. We might come back to that. Okay. All right, we're going to come back to our blends crepes in a minute. We're going to let that pan get a little bit hotter. Okay, I'm going to put this back up on here for you. Okay. I'm going to go talk to Schiffer for a little bit. Awesome. Okay. Let that get nice and hot. Right, is that good? Did I do that's it on the good. right temperature? Yep. That's fine, perfect. Okay, Alex Alex is going to be here doing his ricotta cheese. I'm going to go talk to Schiffer Klein from Joy of Croatia. Come join me on the set. Okay, great. Thank you. Thank you, Alex. Okay. Hi, Shifra. Hey. Okay, we're going to have to come back. I had a bit of a disaster, but you know it's good for people to see that. Well, in your defense, those pans aren't the best to cook on. So the, 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 the Those burners. Top, those yeah. burners, I know. But you know, like I pride myself on being like a really good crepe maker. Right. But the, the key is that everybody at home has a kerfuffle. Exactly. So that's I true. Had a, I had a kerfuffle in front of a few thousand people. <laughs> but you know what? I'm okay with that. We're going to yeah. keep going, and I'm going to try and get that in at the end. How are you? I'm good. I'm great. How are you? Yeah, good. We saw each other last week at that amazing event for yeah. Culinary for a Cause. Yeah, it was so much fun, and it was so much fun to do the demos and watch everyone's uh, I know. I like to watch. food. We got to watch each other, which I know. was nice. Um, there were six of us there, so that was really nice. Um, Miriam Pascal, and me, and you, yeah. and Dini Klein um, from Dini Delivers, and, yeah. um, of course, Honey Applebaum. Yeah, it was great. Victoria's work, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm counting. That's five. Who have I left off? Um, Sharon Glick was one of the organizers, but that was an amazing, yeah, amazing. Yeah, it was so much fun. Yeah. So totally. um, I, I love I love getting together and talking about food and, of course, talking about 
Joy of kosher. This, oh, you know why I'm doing this? Because it's hot off the press. It's literally hot. It really is. Yeah, it's not on, in stores yet. It's not yeah. even in stores, but it's right here in Gomeglat this morning. Um, I like that you have the um, people get to choose the cover. I voted this time. Oh, you voted? Did you vote for this cover? I voted for this cover. Okay. What you know what? It like? really helps. Somebody asked us if we do it like for marketing. I mean, it's great marketing, but it really helps us choose. No, it's great. Because, you know, you have all these great shots and you're like, what should you do? What should you choose? Yeah, well, you chose good. You want to like, lick this cheesecake. Yeah. Okay, another gorgeous addition. Um, what's new in here? We've got some new stuff going on. Yeah, we have really exciting new things. Besides like new recipes from so many new writers, uh, which is so incredible. Uh, we have a new column. We have a few new columns. We have a restaurant review column. Oh, I love which that. Which Elon Kornblum does. Oh, of course. So he's like the guy to speak to about of new course. restaurants. So because it was our vegetarian issue in honor of Shavuos, um, he did all the latest vegetarian restaurants around the world. So oh, it was really, really interesting. Nice. Yeah. And um, that's fascinating to read. We did a whole travel column for summer. Like, it's so amazing travel. how, yeah, kosher has exploded. And Crazy. it's insane. And so you can literally travel to Italy with Susie Fishbein and have an amazing kosher culinary experience. Or, you know, we wrote about KMR and their summer programs in the Rockies. Right. Or, um, you know, you can go to, you can do a culinary tour of Israel. And so yeah, it's done, really, really interesting. I love oh, you it. did it? I've How, done oh, it. it's amazing. I could just imagine. <laughs> it was through Machanei Yehuda. Oh, okay. We had uh, Joel Haber. He was a tour guide and we had him on the show. Oh, that's amazing. He was in Israel and talking to us about... Um, it's, it's fascinating. I mean, we've done our own, you know, but I'm sure it's incredible to go with a tour guide. So we have that. Um, we have a new column also. We did dinner with. So we go to different uh, chefs or different um, food personalities, and we go to their house and cook you, dinner with them. You went to Kim Kushner. So we went to Kim Kushner's house. She's coming out with a great new book. She's amazing. Yeah. She was on the show, and then after the show, I went with her to her uh, cookbook set where they were tape, uh, uh, shooting the footbook. Shooting oh, the cookbook. Oh, wow. So how yeah, was the shoot? The photography. Was it amazing? amazing. I've always wanted to come. Um, it's so funny because we had um, our food stylist, because we do all the photos ourselves. Our food stylist, um, we had to. She, we were working with one. She moved to Israel. So we hired a new person, and she's like, oh, I'm going tomorrow to shoot a cookbook. I'm like, she's like, it's also kosher. I'm like, which one? And she's like, Kim Kushner's. So the the woman who styled our last our last magazine was on the set of Kim's uh, oh, that's cookbook. So yeah, funny. yeah, I think she's Israeli. Yeah, right? Hadass. Yeah. Yes, yes, yeah. I met her. Amazing. There's, so that was such a small world. Also, they have, like cameras. This yeah, big. <laughs> it's fascinating. Yeah. Um, and then you have an article about fish tacos by yours truly. Y- y- yes, and they were so good. The yeah. pickled onions were like sitting in our fridge for like a month, and you can do it. You can do. You can top it with anything. Right, but wasn't it's it so cool? like I've never seen one, and I you know there are so many, but I wanted mine to you know separate mine out from yeah. everyone else's by putting the balsamic vinegar in there. Yeah, it was a really nice I, I touch. Think I, I thought it deepened the flavor a yeah, little bit. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I, I don't know. How, how long do you think those last? It lasted, I mean, you know, until yeah, you yeah. finish eating it. I know, right? No, it really could last for a while, yeah. Okay, And it just gets sure. more, the color gets so nice. It's beautiful. Okay, good. And it's a great condiment. We had named it the condiment of the year a few issues ago. Oh, yeah, I remember that. So, yeah, that I, was great. I, I I'm going to show everyone your article. It was so nice. Oh, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> it was fun to shoot. Shiffer reached out So these are your me. tacos. Oh, it looks so pretty. Yeah. I've only seen it in black and, and white. And the avocado cream sauce was really yum. I love that. Yeah, we put it in a squeeze bottle. Squeeze bottle is a great tip also. Right. You get those squeeze bottles, you can get it in Michael's, and you can use it to make anything look so elegant because you just drizzle it drizzle. over a salad it's or over the tacos. That's what they do. 
And even oil, I put the oil that I'm using to cook in a squeeze bottle, and then I don't have to use, you know, a big bottle that's going to splatter everywhere. Yeah, yeah, just yeah. Just drizzle it it's in. More so controlled. That's great. Yeah, yeah. Very controlled. Okay, and then you have your our usual Lavana does. Something. Yeah, Lavana did a cauliflower. That's also we did. We wrote about how cauliflower is sort of like the new kale. I love you that. Could say. Because it's so versatile, there's so many things you could do with it. Especially for shvuas, especially if you're going vegetarian. We did a cauliflower crust, the pasta with roasted cauliflower. And in general, what we did was we did the light side of pasta, which okay. is like Alessandra di- Alessandra Ravati. Oh, she's amazing. So she's yeah, we dinner in Venice. She's actually Italian, and yeah. she lives in Manhattan, and she knows everything about Italian Exactly. Cooking. So she gave a, first of all, a pasta guide. We called it a culinary crash course. Because yeah, it I really tells you everything you need to know about pasta. I learned so much just from reading it, you know, just about the secrets of cooking pasta. Amazing. I love, I love cooking tips. I, yeah. I try when I do a show, you know, either on Table for Two or a live cooking demo when I give, I like to give out as much information yeah. as possible. It's, it's really incredible how a small tip could change right, your whole way cooking. of doing something. In fact, I gave Danny one today. Danny Goldberg, he's, he's, he's uh, getting married and oh, he's, okay. he's going to start maybe cooking in his house. He's our maybe executive, cooking, yeah. executive assistant director. I always get the titles of assistant program director. And I, he, we were preparing for the show, and he grabbed table salt. And I said, for one of our demos, and I said, I don't, no. I kosher salt. <laughs> now, yeah, everyone, it makes a very big everyone difference. is, you know, table salt it only goes in the salt shaker for challah. Yeah. Um, we only like to use kosher salt in our cooking or sea salt. Yeah, it so, makes a very big difference. And yeah. like cooking tips are really important. So try it. I know that Jamie had put a whole bunch in from different chefs in the last edition. Yeah. That was really fun, too. Yeah. And all those tips really, you know, enhance your cooking, for sure. And then we did a whole thing on seaweed. It's really, really fascinating. So, yeah, I'll show you. So, Tamar, she's our nutrition editor. She's also the editor of the website, and she's a nutritionist. So, first of all, seaweed, besides it's, you know, nori that you eat on sushi, there's so many other varieties and uh, there's a company, Eden Organic, and they do under the OK um, supervision. So they have a whole line of, su- of um, seaweed. And it's so healthy. There's so many health benefits to it. And there's so many exciting things. from seaweed. And there's, I know. And there's so many exciting things that you can do with it. So we just, like, visited that in this okay, issue Okay, so as well. what, what's it, what, what are we doing with seaweed? So first of all, with nori, we did toasted nori. Okay. And it's really incredible. Like, it's fun for a snack or, like, to top on salads. Just We were, like, munching on them. The yeah. We, like, what, you just cut it up? You, you take the square, you toast it in the oven with, like, different things. You can do, uh, we did sesame oil, honey, and sesame seeds. Or you can do hot, you, you do, like, you can make different combinations. We wrote about it in the magazine. And then you toast it on a low temperature. And when it's ready, you cut it up, and then you can either have it. Tamara says her son eats it for snack. I don't <laughs> see my kids taking it does. to school. <laughs> my daughter takes onion rings. Yeah. No, I'd like her to have the toasted sesame, but... Yeah, so she okay, says I'm her son... I'm going to learn. I'm learning. Yeah, so it's more of an adult snack, but it's great on salad, toppings, and so on. And then we did um, an arami. I'll show it to you. A I'll what? Show, uh, a what? A what? A rami. It's like... A it looks like... It looks like... Um, it was one of our cover choices, actually. Okay. You would think I saw the magazine so often, I would know where it is. Okay, it's like me shopping gourmet glad I was able to tell when we're sitting up. <laughs> Go to aisle three, left side, halfway <laughs> down. That's where the eggs are, or you know. Yeah. Um, okay, so what are we? So looking? we're looking at the rami, which is really cool. It's these black like strings, oh, like noodles. Uh, and where do we? Do they so, sell them in local supermarkets? Yeah, they should sell it in local supermarkets. I'm sure how we will get it in for yeah. us. Um, and it's really, really cool. It has a good texture. It has a good flavor, and it's healthy. Looks and really so we made this is what is it exactly? It's seaweed. 
Oh, rami is a version mm-hmm. of seaweed. It's a type of seaweed. And then we used kelp, which is kombu, to make a stock because it has a lot of flavor. It has natural MSG. What's kelp again? That's it's also seaweed? a different type of seaweed. It's like... Um, is that what you see in the bottom of the ocean? What? That's I a, guess that's where it comes from, but... I guess it all comes it's like, from... It's like a thick... It's it's thick piece of seaweed. And it's like... It has natural MSG into it, in it. Right. Well, what's really that cool. new... They, they, they call it something, that new flavor they talk about. Umami. 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 That's one of the yeah, umami flavors. for sure. For sure. And you really get the taste of the ocean, which is really cool. Yeah. Nice. Now, there's a very big Facebook group called What's for Supper. Yeah. I don't know. There must be a 10, 20,000 people in it. I don't know. How do you say her name? Naomi Gervish? Gnevish. Gnevish. Yeah. So she, she spells her name differently than me. But she also has a, a like a... a so a she session. started this like What's for Supper group. And so, yeah, we interviewed her in the magazine because this group exploded. And now she's busy with it all day. Like All day. She's really busy. And you would think like it's just the Facebook group. And it was really inspiring. It was great to hear her story. And, um, yeah. And, you know, we were, it was on Pesach and I was on Facebook. And this lady had, had written, oh, I, I lost my carriage. I left my carriage in Baltimore. I'm on my way to New York. And, like, within seconds on What's for Supper, somebody found her carriage, picked it up. It was being shipped back to New York. So Unreal. I said it's so incredible how social media and how such groups work together. It's, it's, so that's I what inspired it. the interview. It was I that story. It. That's great. Yeah. We need to make some shidduchim on these. <laughs> she has a What's for Supper shidduch group. Really? Yeah, no joke. That's jokes. amazing. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, that's, so, that's fantastic. And we're, ha- we're doing a contest, Best Cheesecake okay. Ever contest. Well, best we're going to post it this ever. week. Mendy, uh, I hope because you're we did a uh, mix and match cheesecake article where we have oh. a base. Mel- d- Melissa, Melissa K. Big shout out to you, Melissa. And um, it was a really incredible uh, recipe. I'm just going to hold this up. Yeah. Look at their beautiful photography. It's really stunning. You, you guys just, you're so innovative. You know, I, don't, I get a lot of magazines come my way. I don't see this Thank kind you. of photography. That's really beautiful. Thanks. Credit to you all. So, and yeah, credit to Ruby, leader of the photographer. You, you, you're, the, you're the captain of yeah. the front. So you did great with <laughs> Thank that. Thank you. So, yeah, so um, we did many different combinations. We did something that was interesting. I mean, we did Funfetti, which is so cool. Um, we did a green tea combination. <gasps> Ooh, it was very nice. unique with berries on top. So we want to hear everyone's combinations. You can email the magazine, magazine at joyofkosher.com or on Facebook. And um, the details will be on the site. Okay. Thank yeah. you so much, Shifra. Thank you so much. I really appreciate yeah. it. Shifra comes all the way from Crown Heights very on a far. Friday morning. <laughs> so I really appreciate it uh, very much that you came down. Thank you. Okay. Great. Thank you. I'm going to okay. just ask you to pop down. I'm going to have the guys sure. come up. Uh, please stick around. We've got a great show, Shifra. We'd love, to, we'd love you to try some of our cool stuff. Do you need this? Okay. <laughs> okay. Hi. We are uh, listening. You are listening to Table for Two on the Nakam Siegel Network. Our show is sponsored by Abel's and Hyman. We taste better. We are also heard on Arut Sheva English Radio. Hi, guys. I have got Shlomo Blaska from Royal Wine Corporation. And I've got Brent Delman, the cheese guy. We are so excited that they are here in the house. Okay, how are you? Thanks, Naomi. Yeah, it's been a little while since we did a little show together, and I figured, you know, being in the store would be a lot of fun. We usually meet together in the studio, so that's yeah, great. Yeah, this is, this is great. Hi. Hi. How, how are, are you? you? I've wonderful. got two wonderful gentlemen. I I, I was at um, a cooking demo this week at um, Degustibus, and they brought oh, yes. some wine, and yes. they gave yeah, you a bit I of a was, mention. I was stuck in upstate New York uh, looking at some distilleries. Oh, 
Tasting wine. Uh, Another job I want. Bourbon and scotch. Bourbon and scotch, yeah. Whiskey's not really scotch. Yeah, you remember that time you taught me how to drink bourbon and whiskey and yes, we're yes. pouring them in our hands at 9 o'clock in the morning? It's fantastic. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I never got the taste for it. I'm much okay. more of a you know wine drinker, but yeah, no wine and cheese. Okay, guys. Yeah, that's exciting. What have we got? We have to pack in so much right now. Okay, do you want to start off by talking about cheese? I'm um, just Brent is the cheese guy. He makes his own cheese, or he imports cheese, or he does private runs in boutique uh, cheese. Yeah, yeah, all all of the above. <laughs> I uh, I go out and I contract and I source ingredients and I actually make cheese. I get to get to have the fun of uh, stirring the curds. By the way, I just wanted to mention, yeah, yeah, talking about curds and whey. So uh, just just to go back to um, your point uh, this morning about what is whey. <clears throat> whey is the liquid drain off, which is, you know, we we all know the nursery rhyme, uh, eating your curds and whey, Little Miss Muffet, right? Right. So she was eating milk, cheese. Milk was, uh, milk, uh, when it coagulates and starts to become cheese, the solid is the curd and the liquid is the whey. It contains a lot of protein, but it drains off. So uh, it's sort of like that liquidy, watery stuff, which is actually used for different things like uh, whey protein, uh, some of the uh, some of the protein drinks that you see that are becoming popular by bodybuilders and, yeah, yeah. and things like that. So, th- so anyway, whey is useful. And uh, but it is the liquid drain off when you're making cheese. So okay, cool. going back to uh, all right. So what wh- cheese what have and, we got and, it, here? and it's great to be here for Shavuot because before Shavuot, it's uh, the, obviously the cheese holiday. This is my holiday and our holiday. Our holiday. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know it's it's referred to in the uh, Tanakh as. Uh, um, the land, Israel's being the land of milk and honey. Right? And uh, so one of the things that I like to do is not only go with the cheese and dairy theme, but also honey. So I brought some honey today here. This, oh, is, this is a sunflower honey. I'm so a, nice. You know, you I were talking like earlier about... I'm excited about that. I want to try that. Yeah. You, yeah. Were, you, were, speaking, you were speaking earlier about uh, dulce de leche, the caramel. Oh, the par- thanks for pairings. teaching me that. Because <laughs> of that, I had to start going to the gym. <laughs> so fancy, we got so good. So the same, the same reasoning, same reasoning applies to uh, pairing the wines and cheese. You get, you like to get that salty and the sweetness and the tannins and everything in the wine. So the same rationale applies with the honey and the caramel sweetness of uh, the dulce de leche. So anyway, again, we're going to do some pairings of honey and cheese. What I've got here today is a. Um, Yet we got to tell Shlomo what he should pull out okay. first. Okay. Right. Right. All right, so we uh, we're we're going on the fly here. We just spoke for a couple of minutes, but I think we're uh, we're going to be all right. Should we do the lighter to heavier first? Sure, sure, absolutely. Okay, this is really exciting. Uh, It's nine thirty in the morning in Gromiglat on the Nachum Siegel Network, and we're about to start drinking because somewhere in the world it's already Shabbos, right? That's my favorite line. My daughter's actually in Australia. I think um, they normally say uh, 5 o'clock somewhere. But, it's uh, 5 o'clock somewhere. So I say somewhere in the world they're making Kiddush. Nice. <laughs> okay. Ooh, our favorite. I know Nachum also loves this. Nachum, a shout out to you, your orange muscat. Okay. What do we drink? the... Ooh. Yep. Here's your so knife. As a, uh, as a, I guess, a disclaimer here, we've got some cheeses that are Hall of Stam and some that are Hall of Israel. Okay. We also have some cheeses that are... Um, mild and young cheeses, which we're going to start out with. And we've also got some hard cheeses, which uh, generally are considered six-hour I cheeses. Hope, I hope we get to get all through of them because we don't have a long segment like we do our okay. big shows. All right. So okay. 
The first cheese that I'm going to begin with, Shlomo, you can you tell me. You ready? Started. Oh, wonderful. Shlomo, what so, are we, what so are the we first drinking? cheese that we have is the the uh, brie. The brie cheese. So brie. it's a, oh. it kind of reminds me of cheesecake. It looks so yeah. yummy Do and soft. Yeah. Do we see that on set? Is that? Can we just show? Hold this up. To, I think this is. Look how gorgeous that is. I've never seen brie. Look, oh, my mouth is watering. I've never seen brie quite look like that. It's it's yummy and and don't worry about the mold on the outside. I like that part. It's. It's an the edible rind, the rind. It's right? the rind. It's the an rind. edible rind, mm. absolutely. Okay, so what are we it's drinking? It's a natural mold. I, I love this, it. So we're going to have, oh, the, we're gonna have orange, the orange muscat with the brie cheese. Okay. Why is that? Because the the sweet and and uh, and the sweetness <gasps> of the one. Oh, wow. I'm sorry. I just got lost in there because I'm just looking at <laughs> Rush the cheese. Lover, isn't that crazy? I'm staring at it while I'm trying to talk it's about little, the wine. But, okay, so I'm going to focus. That, but that's supposed to be gooey. Absolutely. That, a little for you. Absolutely gooey. And the orange muscat is light. Sweet with nice orange blossom okay. flavors. Okay. And there's a little floweriness to it, and that will really open up okay. with the rind of this cheese. Okay, that's for so. you. Cool. Okay. And so I'm just going to say Shahakolana Gafin, right? Amen. So I actually have to make the bracha first on the wine because okay. it's kind of a more important bracha for me. I know. You already said uh, Well, uh, and he has to do it on cheese because the cheese I've is been, more important. I said right? the shakol. Uh, I've been since I uh, woke up. Uh, <laughs> okay. A couple hours ago. Okay. 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 You're getting some earthiness. Very salty. I get they, the earthiness they, from the rind. Mm-hmm. I think. I hope. One of the one of the attributes that they always refer to brie cheese having is um, mushroomy, earthy, again salty, creamy, right? Almost silky. So I it's think a, that I think it pairs very nicely with. It needs you know, something really a, light and soft. Was I getting and, citrus and and, and, and orange stuff, yeah. and maybe even apricot notes in here? Yes. Pretty. He's pretty, good, right? He's I'm got sitting a great with God. Well, look who I'm sitting with. The two of you are the, have the most defined palates of everybody I know. You well. and Jake and Brent. Oh my God, this is fabulous. So today I've had coffee, orange, orange um, muscat. muscat, and a piece of cheese. That's a pretty good diet. Okay. That is. My, my All right. Di- unfortunately, I'm on a, a real champion, so I can only take a small <laughs> a little sliver. bit. Okay, what's our next? Because we've got to keep this moving. Okay, let me. Um, okay. I think I think we can do another one with the uh, with the muscat. Okay. Oh, oh we can do another one. Okay, I, we'll have I a little nibble so of that, and then. Okay, while well, we still have a little. Do you, okay, do you have we any just got to keep an eye on the time. Okay. I'm going to give you a little we, bit more orange muscat because oh, mo- it looks like. Oh, we're, you need we're it. okay. Great. By, by the way, this <clears throat> excuse me the uh, the what we call Vermont Bloom, our style brie. I go up to Vermont and we make. Uh, Make this. Fantastic. It's a brie style cheese. Now we're on to Gouda, but uh, just mm-hmm. backtracking. This, the the brie. The reason that it's different. It's a real local cheese made up in Vermont. Within twenty uh, within twenty four hours, the milk goes right from the farm to the creamery next door. Wow. So it's a real fresh cheese. This is amazing. Now, okay. fresh now we're on to the Gouda. I like those fresh and farm to table concepts. Are, are really absolutely. Fantastic. I like farm to table, farm to fork. It's it's local produce. Gouda. Again, staying with the mild, creamy theme, going with the uh, the fruity and oh. 
Acidic. I like this to get a, a little bit better than the other two. I thought the other one was a bit salty for me, but this, mm-hmm. I think, is a real marriage of flavour. The Gouda. Okay. I'm just going to hold the packaging up to the camera. I mean, I look so... Um, it is really good. The, the top half of the packaging. I don't want to say Gouda because that's too much of a <laughs> Gouda, Gouda. Everybody okay, is... This is lovely, right? It's a little too corny, but it's really okay. delicious. Mm. Mm, delicious. You know, I, I'm thinking that a little of the honey would go amazing with the Gouda. Am I wrong? Should we crack or that open? Right? Should we Let's crack open the Let's honey? Let's do it. And these are all goes. great ideas for Shavuot. Do a little um, a cheese board. I quite often do it Sunday for lunch. I'll come to Gourmet Glut. I'll go to the cheese section and I'll buy a whole bunch of your cheeses and I make a cheese board at home for lunch. I get some crackers, jams, nuts, dolce de leche and I make for my family some oh, wow. some, some of this uh, amazing product that you, you have here. Very so, nice. Now, this why this honey looks crystallized? Can we just hold it up? This is honey, okay? Um, wow. It's not dripping down. I'm holding up honey. They're a little drip down there, but it's very crystallized. Why is that? It's a it's a sunflower honey. It um it comes from uh, comes from this one comes from the Ukraine actually. I'm so and what do you need? I just love the the honey. It's, oh okay. Uh, yeah. I, I feel like a kid in a candy store literally. You're a kid in a candy store. The candy store. Right in terms of honey profiles, this tends to be on the milder side. Sunflower is not like a uh, a buckwheat or some of the other flowers that. Uh, that other honey honeys come from. I love the texture of this honey because it's crystallized. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mmm, really lovely. So uh, again, lighter side of the honey spectrum goes well with the lighter, creamier cheeses. Okay, great. Okay, all right. If you think, taste uh, it with the with the orange muscat, you're really gonna see a flavor. Yeah, it was. It was okay. So I let me have a little bit mm. more. I'm gonna do. So what do you think, Shom? I should be doing? We're you doing gouda, honey, and the wine. And the, and oh, the orange fantastic. muscat. Fantastic. Everyone's kind of a little jealous of what we're doing here right now, but you can come to Gourmet Glide and buy all this stuff and take it home. You can make it for lunch this mm. afternoon. Okay. Cheese board Friday afternoon. You know what? Instead of pizza, this is a great alternative. Maybe no wine for the kids, Listen, but you know, cheese uh, and crackers is a great snack. You can even do a Shabbos uh, dairy lunch too. Go out on a limb. <laughs> you know, I'll, we're saving it for shovel work. I, I happen to like a cheese concept more on, on warmer weather than having hot pizza or hot food. You know, it's like when people have the, the kiddishes on on, uh, on Shabbos Day. I kind of like colder food because it's hot outside. Mm-hmm. You know, men, we're in our suits and ties, and it's really warm and it's really hot. And rather than having, like, uh, some drinks of scotch or bourbon or, or, or rum or tequila for Shabbos Kiddush, I'll have a, a light glass of light wine, like a dessert wine, and I'll have... And I actually would prefer like a, a thing that we just had, like a cheese, the Gouda, and, and that's a fantastic honey, which I have to go now yeah, we buy. Have, yeah, we got to go, go get this. That. I'm going to buy that. Cheese, I'm going to show honey. this product no, to Howie and Howie's going to start saving in a gourmet Okay, well, I'm, I'm actually going to be importing it in the very near future. Okay, so we're going to find oh. this from you. Okay. Oh, wonderful. But I know that gourmet has a nice selection of honeys. Okay, let's go on to our next cheeses because we're just too excited okay. here. I know. You are listening mm-hmm. to Table for Two on the Nachum Siegel Network. By the way, guy, I love the pic- the picnic Shabbos afternoon kind of <laughs> kind of theme. We do the it up in shalashidus, shalashidus. You know what? It's a long day. You're milking by then. Yeah. Have some cheese and wine at seven. You know, seven thirty. Shabbos doesn't we're go luck- out till nine. We're lucky up in the uh, Riverdale Yonkers uh, area to go to a, a park. Uh, actually, a, a um, uh, uh, what is it? A national park, I guess. Wave Hill. Okay. And uh, uh, a lot of the community walks over there, and they take a picnic lunch, and and we meet up there. Uh, looking so out nice. over the Hudson River, that's and it's really just nice. uh, that's so, yeah, planetarium actually is the proper term, but yeah. Oh, so okay. Okay. Che- cheeses and wine would 
go wonderful at Wave Hill. Mm-hmm. Next one is, what is Reginito this? Parmesan. It's a Parmesan that's made in... Is this in, a six-hour cheese? It is a six-hour okay. This is a six-hour... It's an aged cheese, aged over a year, made in Argentina. Okay. Let me pass these out. Yeah. Some for me, some for you, Shlomo. Uh, did oh. you just change wines there? I did. I did. He uh, was thinking. It's like he knows I was, each I wine. I was half going. So the, the wine that I want to use with, with this very rich and robust Parmesan is the Shiloh Mosaic in Hebrew. That's the Psifas. And it's the uh, flagship wine of the Shiloh Winery. Oh, very, I love them. We had um, Amichai on our show. Uh, Amichai, from, originally from Boston, and, and uh, Meyer Shomer from, from Mexico City are really two of the most wonderful people you'll ever meet. Um, they, they love showing people the winery and, and having uh, food and wine pairings that they do all the time. As uh, Amichai is a, is a really top flight chef, as he was on the Anthony Bourdain show. Oh, was he? he and was. on table for two. He so was. there you so go, Anthony Bourdain, Nachum Siegel Network. Woohoo! So he, he, he goes both he goes to, to both sides of the fence, and he'll he'll, he'll show everybody how how to show the very best of Israel. I, I was completely blown away by him. He's such a halachic man. Yes. Such a food man. He's he's a really sweet guy, and he'll he'll do anything he can to make people happy. And he loves cheese, by the way. He really, really loves cheese. It's, it's very hard for them to get the, the cheeses like He, he do, makes his own matzah after yeah. Chatzot Erev Pesach. His yes. own matzah bakery in his, on his, in his house. Completely blown away by this guy. It, you know, the, the town of Shiloh is actually one of the, the oldest uh, Towns for, in for, for, for Judaism. As that's where the first Mishkan was. Right. So, so it's in fact, they were making wine there for a long time. And, and 3,000 years, maybe. Uh, probably a little bit longer, as the, the second bias was. Cool. 2,000 years ago, so it's even. Yeah. <laughs> Israel's the the oldest Twenty-five. wine region in the world, right? Uh, I would I would I would say technically it, it should be, though I think I'm not sure where Noah actually landed after the boat you know dropped at, after there. That's right. They, didn't he drink some wine? Or something? He did. He did. I don't know where that was, but I'm going to call it Israel because why not? <laughs> it sounds good. So, okay, so <laughs> this is our cheese, and you're pouring us some. I'm going to pour the the uh, this is the uh, Shiloh Mosaic, very full bodied, very rich wine. And and these dry aged cheeses are, okay. are a full meal. Is it know? okay that we're using our same glass? Yes. We, I already a, smashed a glass this that's morning. That's okay. It's a very French concept to do uh, everything in the same glass, one to the next. Oops, sorry, I didn't get a little spill. Okay, you ready? Yep. Wait, so, we're supposed to swirl, right? We swirl. I, I would swirl a little bit, but I'll tell you there was a little residual of the the orange muscat in it, so it's going to make it. Uh, I, I I suck mine dry. Don't worry. I'm not going to waste <laughs> orange muscat. Okay. I wanted so. to point out one thing on the cheese here that if you can see almost like that flaky mm-hmm. consistency and texture, yeah, that comes from the aging. Yep. And uh, and it becomes hard and sharp as it ages. And uh, and as I mentioned, this is aged over a year. Uh, Reginito is almost a copy of. Reggiano. Maybe you've heard of uh, the Italian Parmesan Reggiano. So yep. Reggianito yes. means the small Reggiano, I-T-O on the end of the word. So Reggianito is made by Italian immigrants to Argentina, and it's a copy sort of of, uh, of the original Italian Parmigiano Reggiano. Well, this tastes amazing. It's not powerfully strong, but it's got a sharp taste. A little crystal, right? Mm-hmm. A little bit of crystallization. There's in crystals, protein crystals. Very nice, very nice. 
I, I this took goes the liberty beautiful together. of throwing an almond in there. Oh, we, so well. what do I so do? I, so he, they so put in so some so nut. Roast, yeah, roasted almonds. Okay. Mm. These, the roasted almonds go very well with hard-aged cheeses. Okay, we have. I'm just going to give a wave to Alex. Alex, how is our cheese going? We're just going to take a break segment. Okay, Alex Idov, he is. Come on, join us over here, Alex. Alex Idov, Idov. We're saying both. I'm covering every all our grounds. Alex is a a, a cheesemaker as well, right here in Gomeglat. As we very, start off our first I was segment, very impressed. It came we're out just going nice. to give a little bit of an update. How's our how's our um, cheese farmers cheese? We started off our first segment. And I think it'll be a good idea to check on our cheese segment while we're still doing a different cheese segment because it's all about shovel what today. How's, that, how's our farmers, our homemade farmers' cheese oh, going? It's looking good. It's uh, the temperature has reached 180 and it's curdling and it's uh, I see the whey. You now it's all yellow, so I know it's separating the curds from the whey. And, there you um, go. Thank right, you. Yeah, thank you. I know it's, it's real intimidating to be making cheese in front of you. I have to say, <laughs> um, he's doing a great job. Let's yeah, give it up, Alex. He's doing a great job. Thank the kosherologist, <laughs> follow his blog. Kosherology, the kosherologist. The com. Okay, the so so would you like to try a little bit of our Parmesan cheese? Sure, I can say that. Okay. All right, so Thank let's continue. You. Okay, we're going to continue with the same theme, a hard cheese. This time we're going to go from cow to sheep milk cheese. Now, this is a new cheese that we have trademarked and coined the term, the new name, Moncelli. It's a Manchego-style cheese. Manchego is a sheep's milk cheese made in the La Mancha region of Spain. La, can you say that again? La Mancha. La Mancha. Sounds so cool. <laughs> La Mancha. <laughs> My wife could do it uh, more justice yeah, than she's I. she's from she's South America. Argentinian. Uh, but, uh, so this is a similar cheese to the Manchego. Okay. We produce this in Israel, in central Israel, in the foothills of the Judean hills. And we call it Mancelli. Manche, Israeli, Manchego, Manchelli. Oh, so, very cute. I like that. So, so we're going to eat that you. now? That's what are we going to drink gonna with that? You know, I want to try it with the shilo. I'm we're trying it with shilo? I, I agree. I think this is, okay. so this is a sheep milk cheese. This is, Do you want to take it? Absolutely. I don't know how... how it's similar oh, to what... I don't have gloves on. I oh, don't no. Know if you want it. I, I trust you. You trust me. I'm very... Very clean hands. You've been Can busy you washing up. The rind, by the way, the rind on the outside is not edible. I did not give you guys oh, part, of, part of it, but no, this rind uh, is not. Why is it not edible? <laughs> this, this is not a. This is not a. Um, this is not a natural rind. Okay. Oh, okay. So, so it's, it's like been, a plastic cover, it's, so it's, to speak. It, yeah, it's it's so been I, essentially so painted it, on. So if the, I ate it, it's not the worst thing in the world. It's not the worst thing in the world, oh, but, oh. It, but it is. <laughs> but it is not a mold or a natural rind. This is a superstar. I love this. We fortunate. Fortunately, I, I get over to Israel a few times a year. As you know, I have a son in the IDF. Shout oh, out no, to, sh- shout out to my son, Ari. Chayav Boded. He is. He's, he's in one of the special forces, and he's doing great work. I'm, I, I'm cry. Very, very proud of him. So uh, besides getting over to visit my son, so cool. my son, Ari, I get to visit some little uh, small cheesemakers. And this is one of the cheesemakers that I found. It's phenomenal stuff. They made a recipe, and I go over there and help them make cheese. And they continue to make cheese for me a few times a year. But this is our newest addition, Moncelli. Uh, you've never bought this on t- to our show no, I've done with, this is, with this is a brand new uh, cheese. Jay. This is amazing. This is r- right? This, this, this would be similar this without, to... With our shit off. And this okay. would be similar in the non-kosher world right. to what's called Manchego Fresco, All right. a young Manchego sheep milk cheese. Guys, what's our next one? You're going to finish a wine? Are we going to try another cheese? We have one more... Pa- no, one more pairing. 
Okay, one more pairing, and we are got a very action-packed show today. Okay. It's crazy, wonderful, right? Wonderful. Very busy for Shavuot. We have we're going to do a fish segment next. So stay tuned. Watch us online, NachumSiegel.com, right here, broadcast from Cedarhurst. All right, and I see Shlomo is going to open up another bottle of wine, and you're going to open up another cheese. So the one that I just handed out is that the viney one? It is. I love this. I had this on Pesach. Right? Was this? I saw you when you and I amazing, amazing. Right? When you and I had spoken about um, cooking and stuff, and you told me that you had a run, I actually came right over to Gomeglat to grab one off the shelves because this Thank is you. A, that, only that, done. That makes me very happy. No, because this is only done a few times a year. This is a really special, special cheese. To have had this on Pesa, to mm. The we fact that we were able to get it kosher la pesa was uh, was a real feat. So we are really thank you. I appreciate the, yeah, the fact no, that you were able to enjoy it. And we appreciate that you did this for us. <laughs> really, it's you want all kinds of flavors, and sometimes people don't think that pesach food is flavorful. I can tell you now, pesach food is amazing on so many levels. Being a pesach chef, um, but being able to get products like your product. Okay, what are we what are we doing, Shlomo? We our final have. drink because we're moving right along. The We're going to be having yeah? Napa Valley Cabernet Sauvignon. Oh, Napa Valley. I heard all about Napa Valley yesterday. Did you get my email about that? I did. That's Thank right. you, Shlomo. It is the coup de grace for that for, for a specific reason. Okay. Um, we have to find a place to, to do, remove. Do I need to drink this up? It's, that's completely up to you, whatever you'd like to choose. I know. I'm Australian. I'd have to drain a glass. Come on. Right. Okay. Here we go. All right. I'm gonna, I swirl, right? I'm swirling. Swirl it, sniff it, then sip it. We're this is for my friend. You know who I'm talking about. Mr. J. Oh. So it's... Different. Yes, it is it's definitely different. And, and this cheese. Okay, so I'm having it with a viney cheese. Again, a trademark name, viney sheep, is because it is soaked in red wine. Ah. The, the viney. Is this Chal of Israel? It is. This it is Chal of Israel. Amazing. Yep. Guys, you were fantastic. Thank you Thank so you. much for coming on to Thank the show today. Thank you very today. much. If I might just give one last shout-out. Watch for us in the Israel Day Parade this year. We're going to have a, a, cheese, a cheese, float? cheese guy float. Woo! Okay, excellent. Thanks Thank you very me. much for coming, have Brent. Every, Thank you very much Shabbos. for coming. Shabbos. 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 And now Lagba Omer is behind us, and we are getting closer, literally, to the countdown, because we are counting down for Shavuot. We are. I'm just going on a walkabout. I walk about on our set. Coin for the Australian term. Oh, this looks amazing. Um, okay, so um, we are going to have an amazing demonstration now about fish. This is one of my newest recipes, but I'm going to ask on the set to come join me on my cooking demo set. Simon Springer. Simon Springer, where are you? Come on over. He works for Aussie's Fish. He's grabbing a microphone. Thank you, Miriam. Thank you for everything, making Thank it all you. so smooth. Hello. Hello. How are you? Good. Everybody's so tall today. How's <laughs> I have going? To, how are you? I'm doing very well. Thank you. What are, we, what are we cooking today? Okay. So um, we're going to make some ceviche, but I wanted to talk to you. Did you see our cheese, by the way? It how looks cool delicious. Is that? I know. It looks very good. I know. We're going to check back with Alex and check um, how that's going. Um, so you're new to the Aussies family. You've joined up with them. I'm new to the Aussies family about a month uh, I worked other fish places for some time. Uh, some time previously, I've been doing food, kosher food for give or take ten years. Okay. And uh, 
Here I am. And and you're from a different part of the country. I'm from Seattle, Washington. Shout out to all our Seattle friends. Uh, your your friend Melinda Strauss. Yes. Uh, Kitchen dash tested. I, I actually became uh, from inside her house. Actually, her her father uh, and her family, phenomenal people. Really, really phenomenal. Russ X. I'm from Seattle. Thank you. So yeah. And and uh, Seattle is kind of synonymous with fresh fish. Also, we have a your lot of fresh snob. fish. Your fish snobs fish over snobs. there. And I have a even a, a different pedigree. My 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 mother's family is Norwegian, and uh, my grandfather was a fisherman in Norway. And when he came over here, he was a sailor, and he taught me how to fish. And then growing up where I grew up, I fished a lot. I caught everything: trout, salmon. Uh, whatever else, whatever else uh, swims over there, I caught it. Oh wow, that is yeah. really cool. So yeah. you make, you must make gravlax then. I do make gravlax. I'm not so good at it though. Oh, I'll, I'll teach you. That's one of my favorite things. Okay, let's talk a little bit about fish. Now it's, you know, it's the fish and cheese and dairy holiday, and we had to learn a lot about cheese. Talk to me about fish. How do I know what the freshest fish is? I bought fish, and how do I know how long I can keep it in my fridge? How do I know which is what it should look or smell like. People go, oh, it's bad. It smells like fish. Like, you have all these. So if your fish actually smells, depending on the fish, sea bass is going to have a a little bit of a funk to it just because it's sea bass and it's very oily. Um, Usually, you want them to take a look at the eyes. If your eyes are glassy, if the eyes are glassy and clear, it's a very, very nice fresh fish. If they start looking cloudy, uh, you have a little bit of time. And if they're gone, don't eat it. Um, also, the gills should actually look a little like that tuna in the in the uh, in the bowl right there. Nice, fresh. Uh, they look. They should look clean. If they start looking muddled and and dirty, don't eat that fish because you'll regret it later. And what is the difference? You know, because we're now going to make some ceviche. What's the difference between tuna sushi and your regular fresh? Uh, uh, tuna, because you know, I use a lot of um, you know, I like to eat my fish very rare right. or raw. Right. Um, why sushi grade? Why do I need to buy sushi grade? Can I buy? Because I know that Aussie sells the freshest fish. Aussie does sell pretty, pretty fresh fish, um, but sushi grade tuna is really about how fresh actually the fish is. Any fish really you can eat uh, straight off the boat, straight out of the ocean. However you catch it, you can take a bite out of it. Um, however, when you come to a store, you're going to want it to, again, look like this, or sometimes even a little darker, a little redder. Um, uh, that, that will indicate the freshness of the, of the fish. Um, Any time when you start, it starts turning black, that, there's nothing wrong with that tuna, but it means that it's been sitting and, and oxidizing a little too long. Okay. Uh, you probably don't want to eat that raw. I thought it meant... That if the fish was lighter in color, it's older. It loses color as it gets older. It depends on how it was prepared and how it was sent to the store. There's there's different. There's a frozen on the boat type of fresh tuna. There's a fresh loin tuna. There's all there's different grades and varieties. Generally, what you see in the store, if you if it's called sushi grade tuna, be my guest. Take it. Take a bite. Right. And can I can I use uh, your freshest tuna for Absolutely. ceviche. Absolutely. I don't need to necessarily buy the sushi grade. Absolutely. Especially we're going to cure this in some some uh, juices. So it's going to cook in some citrus juice. Should we make some? Absolutely. Should we do this together? Okay. So I've got in here about a pound of chopped up 
uh, tuna, and I bought it. And I, I bought it. I took it from the Aussies. They prepared it for me at Aussies right here in Cedarhurst. Um, and and some salmon. They will prepare your fish or grill your fish as well in the store, which is such a great thing to have. They have a large variety of, of products that you can buy as well. It really kind of takes the uh, the effort out of cooking fish. A lot of people are really nervous about cooking fish. Uh, Jewish people tend to eat salmon and breaded flounder a lot. Um, people are starting to wake up to tuna, and as some of the previous guests said, the kosher world is really waking up to uh, to culinary experiences. I love and, that. Um, and and as someone who didn't keep kosher and then kept kosher, I'm finally able to actually sit down and eat stuff that I'm actually interested in. Um, and it's it's amazing. It's really amazing. Uh, even five years ago, no one really heard about ceviche. And and here we are with Aussie Gourmet eating it. Oh, the Aussie Gourmet. The Aussie Gourmet with Aussies. Fantastic. Miriam, can I get that knife and that cutting board? That would be amazing. I just want to show people a couple of little tricks that I have here. Um, thank you so much. Okay, I've got here my salmon and my tuna. Amazing, thank you. Um, and we're going to add in a jalapeno pepper with the ribs and the seeds. It's just going to give it that punch of flavor that we like. Uh, it'll have a nice little burn to it. It's we good. Want, we want it's a delicious. little. We want a little bit. A little bit. A little bit of heat doesn't go. It doesn't hurt. Okay, and a little bit of red onions. Delicious. Yum. I love red onions. Not everyone likes red onions. You could use scallions if you want or maybe some shallots. Um, we're going to do a little bit of olive oil and extra virgin olive oil, my favorite. Okay. Um, I did fail to mention that I wanted to just mention now. This is a jalapeno pepper for those of you in the store and unfamiliar. Uh, mine was already cut up. It's a little jalapeno pepper. So this is a whole one. I always like to show a whole vegetable or fruit. Um, some cilantro. If you do not like cilantro, everyone in the audience, I need your attention. I need to know by a raise of hands, who hates cilantro? Okay, so there's always a couple of people in the audience that hate. Hands up if you love it. Okay. Awesome. We love cilantro. Some people find that it tastes like soap. Soap. I know. I don't understand, but that's what they say. So I'm going to take my bodek. It's prepared in the store. Thank God that Gourmet Glut does this for us. makes our lives so much easier. Um, I've, it's already washed and checked by the mashkichim here. So I'm going to use fresh cilantro. But if you do not like cilantro, I use parsley. Okay, I'm just chopping that up fine. As fine as I can get it. I might not use this whole thing. You can judge with your eyes how much you look. You could do a mixture of cilantro sure. and parsley if you'd like. I think dill, dill would not be good. I'm just going to grab out that stem. I'm going to give that a bit of a toss. And then, of course, now my citrus. Okay, I'm going to use my strainer, okay, because I can't stand the pits. Okay. It's all part of the experience, though. Right, having pits in your feet? Yeah. Nah. <laughs> I like a good juicy lemon. I cut mine in half, and I do mine the old-fashioned way. I, I, You know, I have a lot of great tools and gadgets in my house, but the best way for me to do a lemon is I, I pull out my strainer, and then I just use my... Fork and I squeeze it that way, or the pits are going, and you're going to slowly see the salmon and the tuna will actually start cooking and curing. I'm going to I'm going to call it um, uh, acid cooking as opposed to heat cooking. Um, the 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 uh, sharpness and the acidity level is going to cure and cook our fish. If you are a little bit nervous to eat um, some 
raw fish that's cured with citrus. You can actually bake it uh, 400 degrees, 30 minutes, salt, pepper, and olive oil. But it's completely unnecessary. <laughs> there are millions of people in the world that eat raw fish. The Japanese, uh, specifically, you eat sushi, you're going to eat raw fish. Um, you go to anywhere in South America, they make a ceviche. They're eating it all day, every day. It's a delicious, delicious dish. Extremely healthy and uh, I find unbelievable. That, really I, an unbelievable dish. Do you have a trick for limes? Because I always find limes a little bit harder, but they have like a little bit of a different flavor than lemon. It's a different flavor, so I try not to. I try to use lime, but a little, just a little bit of it. It, it tends to overpower a little bit, but um, my hands are very big. So give me one of those. I'll. Ah, he's gonna help me. <laughs> Great. He's a big guy. Thank you. Okay, I need you to stand together. <laughs> okay, and we are almost done. It's such an easy recipe, and you can make this fresh up this morning um, as well. I'm just going to shake that off. Now I'm going to – I'm not going to use all my limes and lemons. Of course, now we need our salt. We're going to check back a little a bit little later. A little bit of salt and pepper goes a long kosher, way. Through. Kosher salt. I usually use crash black pepper, but I left my pepper mill at home, so I'm using black pepper from Gomeglat. And I'm just going to give it a toss. Look how fabulous and fresh this looks. We're going to be able to. And you wanted to, you wanted to sit, let it sit just for a little bit. I mean, the, the, it takes a little bit for the, the acid to cook the fish. Um, again, you can eat it as is, but you want it just to sit just a little bit, let it really kind of marinate and get in there. And uh, I guess we'll come back to it in a little bit and we're gonna we're gonna yeah. we're gonna eat some. We can share yeah. it out. Yes, yes. Okay, great. Thank you so much, Thank Simon, you so for joining much. me and giving us a quick little listen about this. Anytime. Thank, Thank you, you so much. And the Aussie family, please give them our best Will do. for the amazing products that Thank they you. they bring to us. Thank you. And, Thank um, you. I'm honored to be there. I'm okay. honored to be there, honored to be Are there. Are you gonna be hanging out in this Gomeglat? Uh, no, I'm actually in one of their other stores in Queens. Okay, uh, great. I'll be uh, showing my face here every once in a while. Okay, great. Well, thank you very right, much. Thank you so much. And I hope you'll stick around and you're going to try the ceviche chain a little bit. Absolutely. Everybody, we're going to walk about. We're going – here, can't hand that over. We are going on a walk about. I just want to go and show everyone. Alex, you want to join me here for five seconds? There you go. Ten seconds. We'll give it ten seconds. How is this going? This is our curds and whey. That's right, and it's resting. It's, uh, it's, it's resting. Right. And now it's just cooling, and we're going to ladle it in a little bit. Okay, so after our chapanash set, we're going to come up to you, and you're going to show us the finishing, pro the final stage. Okay, thank you very much. I'm just walking back to my great set over here. My beautiful tablecloth was provided by D Squared right here in Cedarhurst. Oh, we're going over there. Okay, I'm going walking. It's like a big, big day for us today here. So look how pretty this looks. Um, D Squared gave us these tablecloths to use to show off Chapanash's beautiful food display. How are you, Avi? Good, good morning. How are you? Good, good. You want to hold that up? Okay. Okay. We our first show in Gomeglat we did together. That's right. What was that? Uh, two years ago. Uh, yeah. Almost, yeah. Pushing, pushing two, two years, years ago. I've got a picture for us in the newspaper, um, hanging up in our kitchen because that was one of my first shows. Um, yeah. So this looks lovely. Talk to me. This is actually all available in Gourmet Glut. This is all available, packaged over at our dairy display case. Uh, we have a full line of dairy items from baked ziti, eggplant, fresh pizzas, cheese blinzers, a variety of soups. Fresh pizza? Did you say fresh pizza? Fresh pizza. You sell fresh pizza here? We sell fresh pizza every day, available at Gourmet Glad, 18-inch pizza pies. 
as well as we have prepackaged 10-inch pies, 14-inch pies, whole wheat, low-calorie whole wheat, assorted vegetable pies. Big selection. Yes, we do. This looks really lovely. It's hard to believe. I mean, I know you plated it up and you can't come home with us to (laughs) plate this up for us at home. But look how simple and easy. You know, you buy the product, you come home. Like even this, is that a chocolate crepe? That is a chocolate blintzer. Chocolate cheese blintzer. A chocolate cheese blintz. Correct. So inside is probably some cheese mixture, and we've got some cocoa in there. Wow, we should have done that with us. That looks really gourmet. You've garnished it so simply with a little caramel sauce there. There's some fresh sour cream, a little caramel sauce, some fresh fruits, and you're ready to go. So not only can you provide us with great food, right now on the set of Table for Two, inside of Gourmet Glut, we're getting a little bit of uh, how to make our food look pretty on a plate. So if you are watching at home, you can... Have a look on nachamsegel.com. We're on live um, from Gourmet And now we have a, a, a cheese blintz with strawberry sauce. That looks gorgeous. Correct. We make a variety of different types of blintzers, cheese blintzers, strawberry, blueberry, and, of course, the chocolate blintzers. And they're always available packaged making, here at Gourmet Glass. You're making more varieties now because of shovel water, or these are always... Yes, we'll have potato as well as oh. uh, maybe some other new ones. Well, keep us, keep us on our toes. Okay, and what's this over here? Here we have a baked ziti. Fresh okay. baked ziti, which is also made daily here, packaged. I like Egg. the flour. That's <laughs> edible. That, that, that's an edible orchid, I think yes. in Joy of Kosher, they have an edible flour in this week's. Yes, and there's always edible orchids available here at Gourmet Glad. And Gourmet Glad has them. Pre-checked. Mm-hmm. Oh, the mashkichen here are unbelievable. I don't know what I would do without them. <laughs> they did my all my cabbages for, for my stuffed cabbage for Pesach. <laughs> right, yeah, so they will do your flowers for uh, Shavuot that you're going to eat. Okay, so, and this is? That's uh, eggplant parmesan, uh, oh, layers of breaded eggplant with a variety of different cheeses and our own homemade marinara sauce. You make your own marinara sauce? We make all our own sauces oh, really? here. Really? I did not know that. How very fancy. Yeah. So you're getting like high quality food when you come and buy at Chapanash. I, I like the, I like these soups. Yeah, we have a variety. We have about eight different types of soups as well as even a locale diet vegetable soup. Mm, di- diet vegetable. Okay, can we hold some up? Let's. We have some mushroom barley and butternut squash. Butternut this squash is a favorite. Soup. This is a favorite. I, I, what, I, my daughter hurt her jaw. She wasn't allowed to like eat chew food for like a week. I came and I bought like four of these, and she had like one every day, one quart every day. She almost turned orange. Okay. Then here's a cream soup. We have a variety of cream, different cream soups. Cream broccoli. Cream broccoli. Mm, I wish we, we could eat them now. As well. <laughs> okay. After the wine and cheese, I could use some soup. That would go nicely. Okay. And then we have our pizza. And then I just brought a few items. We have a full variety. We have pancakes, French toast, pizza bagels, and a variety every day of fresh different salads. You know, that's really nice. This is so convenient. I can't begin Quick to... grab and go. Yeah, like I've gone... I take my little one to the park, and I'm hungry, like to Cedarhurst Park, which is quite close and I just grab one of these and I'll eat it in the park while she's playing with her friends. It's great. Right. We have a variety of six different, I believe it's six or even eight different salads. And there's dressing inside usually also. Each one also. comes with individual dressing just inside. Just make sure you bring your cutlery, right? You right. probably even have cutlery we'll at the Chapanash counter. 
Or you can buy it in aisle three. Mandy, where's the cutlery? Aisle two. How we knows two. Aisle two is the cutlery. Okay, this is a really fantastic. And of course, besides your amazing dairy, you have a full line of Flashic and the Flashic. Uh, Correct. The Flashic commissary over there. I Other love it. Other side of the store. You know, I went to. I was very blessed. I got to go to Hawaii a few months ago um, for a few days, and I needed food because there's nothing to buy there. So I bought a whole bunch of your chicken cutlets. The basil one, the pesto one, and some others, and your um, the cream spinach, and I froze it. I put it underneath in my suitcase. And when we got to, to Hawaii that night, we had like it was a 15-hour flight or something. We had we had it was all ready to go. And even you coleslaw. I think I even took coleslaw. I didn't freeze the coleslaw, but mm. it was all ready to go. And we had dinner that night, so it's really great. You didn't even have to buy a frozen meal and then worry about how to heat it up. The food was delicious. Okay. So good to hear. Yeah, especially someone who loves to cook. So it's nice that I know that I can, when I can't cook, that I can come to you. All right. Thank you, Avi, very much. This is really wonderful. Come on down to uh, Gourmet Glat in time that you can even give orders for shovel work. Yeah, we'll custom make for you how you like it and what size, different types of items, pans of food, how how you like it. Cool. Thank you very much, Avi from Chapanash. Thank you very much for joining us on the set of Table for Two. Have a good day. Right here on the Nachum Siegel Network and right here in Gourmet Glut. Mandy, how's it going? Mandy. Oh, okay, we're going to switch. Oh, yeah, you're there. You can be there. Okay. I'm usually on the other side, so now it's like messing with my brain. Am I making this? Uh, you're going to make this. This okay. is Mandy Hers, okay? Everybody is, who's ever been to Gourmet Glut knows who you are. Anyone who's shopped... Online, Mendy's really, you're in charge of the orders and deliveries. Orders and deliveries. Yeah. He's the guy that makes that happen. And you have changed since you stepped in here. You have made it so easy for us to shop here. Um, Thank you. I tell everyone when they place the orders, because I do it all the time, right? right. <laughs> be brand and size specific if you need to be, you know, if you need that. Right. But, um, yeah, what's the best way for us to get our orders quick? Uh, night well, before? Well, night before, day before, we're that busy that... Even if you put in the night before, there are a lot of people who put in orders. So the earlier we get it, the earlier you get it. Okay. Simple I love as it. that. I love it. And, yeah, Mendy's always available to talk to people within the store about food. Mendy is a huge foodie, right? Huge, yeah. Thanks. yeah. <laughs> tall foodie, tall, tall foodie. But I'm a huge foodie. Um, yeah, we're, we're big foodies together. We're always talking food. And we usually talk meat. But I heard a little secret from some of the guys here in the store. That Mendy is an amazing cheesecake expert. Expert? I he's, enjoy he's making be, cheesecake. He's going to be very um, modest. <laughs> I enjoy making cheesecake. I went on a cheesecake binge for a while. Really? Making it, yes. So what made you so tall? No, while I was in Yeshiva, I made one year shvuas over 40 cakes. Oh, I like that. Okay. They so just bought ingredients and I made them. So what's the secret to a really good cheesecake? Because, you know, it's hard to get it just right. You know, I've been baking a long time, and it's so hard not to get the crack and to get it just right. Well, the crack is to you put in a – if you put a water bath in the oven, it'll keep it from cracking. Can you explain time. to us what a bath, what a water bath is? I mean, well, I know and you know. Put but a pan no. with, with hot water as you put in the cheesecake, put it underneath, and the, the steam that it creates, the precipitation – usually keeps cakes from cracking. So if you cakes. have two shelves in your oven, the top shelf should have the cheesecake. Cheesecake and the bottom cheesecake. And the second shelf underneath should have, should have a pan water. of water. Yes. Oh, I thought you were talking about putting so, the cheesecake in a pan of water. Some people do. I've never done it because I don't like if it. If you're using a spring form, I don't want it to leak. I've had that where water's gone into the spring yeah. form. 
But I, I made cheesecakes with just to have the steam inside the, in the oven, and that's worked enough. Or you can put it in an actual water bath. Okay, I, I like the idea of the pan of underneath. the water underneath. Yeah. That's I've made a couple recently, and they came out perfect. No cracks. Okay, so let's make some cheesecake okay. right here on the set in Gourmet Glut. Okay, uh, what are we doing? My rule is simple. Um, should is I hold this rule. for you? Okay. I'll hold this up here. Is that good? This is, this is my mother's favorite recipe. It is five ingredients, and that's all. Five ingredients. I love five-ingredient cheesecake. So this is a large recipe. This makes about two to three graham cracker crust or a large springform pan, a, deep, a thick one, a deep one. So I like to make this to have a more than one chopper's morning. Like uh, my siblings and I can finish one. Like two of us can finish one. So <laughs> better more than, better more than uh, be short. I love so, cheesecake. So this recipe is uh, three pounds of cream cheese. I'm using whipped cream cheese. It's easier to easy to stir but you can use the bricks and uh that's a lot of cheesecake but it's good make a lot does it freeze well mendy because i get those kind of questions it a goes lot. brittle i mean who freezes them you I make know, them and you finish them <laughs> and as we said it's only a couple of ingredients so it's just right. easy to make okay. you can half it it's three pounds you can half it's one and a half which is three containers or three bricks now mendy's actually choosing to put the uh cheese into this container on purpose I need a mixing bowl, and I don't want the beater to beat to break a plastic bowl. Okay. So. Is it going to beat in that? Uh, it did on last try. Okay, that's hope great. So. If not, we'll have to transfer to a bigger pot. Okay, bigger it'll be like my little my little crepe. But no. I, I had a special fairy come and make me some crepes. <laughs> Aren't I so okay. lucky? Uh, where's the beater? Here. Uh, if okay. you're using hard cream cheese, I would tell you to whip to. To uh, cream the uh, cream cheese with the with the sugar first, and then slowly add in the eggs. Oh, this okay. is going to be interesting. Gonna be okay, le- okay, he's going to. Okay, let's. Oh, it's going well. Okay, we have our expert engineer here, ZK, is uh, getting this all on film, documenting the cheesecake uh, segment of uh, our show here. Okay, how's it going? Can I bust the motor? Oh. We're doing okay? Yeah, I can smell it already. It's not, it's not going so good? Should we no. get a bowl? The bowl is... I'm just afraid it's going to crack the bowl. I don't know if it'll crack the bowl. Maybe we... Okay, now we're adding in our eggs. He's just, just going right along with it. I, I usually just put this in a blender and be done with it. Okay, what kind of blender do you use? Uh, a uh, ninja. A ninja a ninja yeah. blender. Okay. <laughs> Okay, so we're, we've added sugar and eggs and cream cheese. Do you put sour cream into yours? I do not. I No frills, no no uh, flour, no sour cream, just to avoid. The, and I just like to have five ingredients you know, and be Mendy, done with it. I cook a lot. I think right. on aisle two we can get another bowl, and this will go up really fast. Um, if we put this in a plastic bowl, I think it will go really quick. Right. Um, I think it's too dense. Okay, you think it's for too dense? For the beater, yeah. For the beater? Oh, boy. I use, a, I use a mixer usually or a uh, – I use the hand blender, a mixer, or a uh, – I use a KitchenAid. Or a blender. Okay, right, I so. use my KitchenAid. I happen to love my KitchenAid. Okay, so we've got a bowl. I think this is going to go you really – we're going to try this literally for 30 seconds. And if this goes, it's going to rock. If not – see? He's surprised. You doubt me. No, I thought it was a th- I didn't think we had th- this thick a bowl. Okay, we're going to scrape this out. Okay, I'm just going to help you. I'm going to put down your mic, and I'm just going to sc- I'm going to scrape this. Oh, it's going amazing, man. Okay, we are a great team. 
okay? We've got everything else there that we need. See, when you cook, you've got to think on your feet sometimes. And if something doesn't work out, you move on. But if you can make something work pretty quickly and easily, then you can just do it. And we are just doing it. Okay, so I'm grabbing. We've got our, our cream cheese. That is coming together really, really nicely. Oh, thank you so much, Mindy. That makes it a little bit easier. Spatula and all the equipment today, except for the beaters, is available right here in Gourmet Glut from this slotted spoon. You might want to wipe that down for yourself for this. Um, and then I'm just going to grab out the last. We've got a little bit of sugar in here. And you want to just make sure, right, Mindy, that the cream cheese is well incorporated. Yeah, you don't want, you don't want lumps in the cream cheese. Okay, and what happens if it, you know, you just, it's a bit of patience, right? Which is why I like to use a blender. A blender gives you the smoothest. Okay, a blender over a... Over a I don't have a, kid, I don't have a milkweek uh, kitchen aid. I know. I have a milkweek bowl to my kitchen aid. Oh, okay. My rabbi said that was okay if I bought a separate bowl. I don't have a kitchen aid. Okay. <laughs> my parents bought me one as a present when I started the Aussie Gourmet. Oh, nice. And that's so nice. Thanks, Mum and Dad. I know they're for sure not watching because it's Shabbos in Australia. Add a little vanilla and a little lemon and you're done. Well, that was pretty easy. Very easy. Okay. I'm just going to pop that right there. Okay. I just want to grab me a napkin. That would be amazing. <laughs> okay. Fantastic. I'm going to just grab that. Thank you, Miramel Wallach. And it's as simple as this, and then you pour it into the spring form or to the pie shell. That came together really nicely. Yeah. We did it good. Good okay. job. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. And you bake it for an hour. Can you take over? An hour at 300. An hour at 300. Yeah. If you're making your own crust in a spring form, uh, put your oven up to about 375, bake the crust for 10 minutes, then drop your oven to 300, and bake it for an hour. Remember to put water or in a water bath or water on the, another shelf. And you're done. If you want to add like a sour cream topping or uh, or pie topping, just put that on the last 10 minutes of the cooking time and then let it set for the last 10 minutes and you're pretty much done. Okay, so this so is... no frills, simple... I love that. And this is a dense... This is, Hold that. This is a That's dense, a dense like cheesecake. Like a New York style cheesecake. Okay, so I'm just going to hold this up to the camera. Everyone sees how beautiful that is, a beautiful thick batter. We're going to pearl them off in here and cook them off downstairs, and we'll be able to eat those later on, and we have some samples uh, to give out to everybody. Mendy, thank you so much for joining me. You're very welcome. My I really pleasure. appreciate it. We're going to do a meat show next. Perfect. Okay, great. Thank you very much. Thank you for all the deliveries no, that no, you no. do for me and all this shopping. Alex, how are we doing? Good. Okay. Ready to ladle it here. Okay, we're ready to ladle. We've had our homemade farmer's cheese going for a while. All right, and now I know you can see the curds, and the yellow is the way. So okay, so did everyone I see that? Okay, go. The way. We're just gonna go ahead and scoop it. Scoop it up. So that started off as milk. Isn't that so cool? That was milk. That's right. The, an hour the magic, ago, the start of table of for two. The magic of cooking. Yeah, I have that secured on here well, the uh, cheesecloth, but this is what you want to just make sure you get it in there and let it drain. Okay, and we, why, why are we letting it drain? So, so it, you want to um, get all that liquid out just so you have a nice firm cheese. Okay. And then this is where you can season it, you know, either to be sweet or salty, as I mentioned, and we'll just put a little salt on there just to... Okay, a little kosher salt. Remember, only salt. kosher salt. You know, and you can stir it in, you know, and then just drain it. I like to make it look, as we'll see here in a minute, I just like to... And, and now what do we do with this? Just want to squeeze it out a little bit. Okay. So so squeeze this a we're squeezing it. You know, and then just wrap it up real nice. Squeezing it tight. You want to make sure all that liquid it's, al it's almost like when I make my cauliflower pizza and I need to make mine very, 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 very dry. 
You just want to do that nice. That looks amazing. You know, and just form I, it. I can't believe we made cheese today. No, isn't it cool? On table for two. We eat really cheese cool. and we and make easy, cheese. easy, right? So easy. Hands up if the audience if you're going to make this. Okay, just me. <laughs> I'm the crazy one. You can go buy it over there. And here's the finished product. So that's what, you know, this went in the fridge overnight. So what would I do with this now? So you would put it in the fridge and let it firm up for at least, you know, six Do I have to hours. put it in a Ziploc bag or I do it no, like that? No, you just put it straight in just like that. In a little bowl in the easy. fridge and then it turns into that. it turns into this. You, he made this last night. No, just undo it. It's got those nice cheesecloth lines, which I think look really cool. Yeah, it's awesome. It. Just put that there. You want to try it? Please? Yeah, of course. Okay, I'll break it off there. Okay. All right. Lachaim. Oh my gosh. I, so it needs, I would do this with sugar mm-hmm. and some vanilla and put it inside one of our crepes. That'd be awesome. And it this makes, costs $2 to make. Right, yeah. It's, you know, really affordable. And yeah, if you're Hello Israel and you live out of town and right. you cannot get cheese, you now know how to make your own. This was an incredible uh, for everyone. Yeah, um, a lesson for us all. Thank you so much, Alex, for coming Thank you. Uh, onto the set. And um, make sure you follow his blog, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. All right. Okay. Great. Thank a kosherologist. So Thank you very much. Pleasure. You want to grab sure. uh, grab that? Pass that to. Okay. Thank you very much. Uh, just while I'm on the way, look at the ceviche. It has turned white. It's turning white. That means it's cooking in its juices and it's ready to be eaten. Okay. Hi, Howie. Hello, how are you? Okay, the hour and a half, hour and 20 minutes have just gone like that. It's crazy. It's flying by. Yeah, it's unreal. We have so much to talk about. You know that, right? Yes, we do. Okay, Howie. Let's start off with this. Let's start off with the food that's in front of us. Okay. so (laughs) Before I I I ask the hard questions, and you know what they're going to be. I I can't imagine. Okay, (laughs) so first, I I have three shout-outs I want to do. One, two, uh, Mayor and Shoshana. Okay, you know my Shoshana. Of course. All right, just got married and moved I to Baltimore. a huge muzzle top. All right, thank you. And to Leia and Shmuel in Lakewood, the last okay. couple. And then to my back office staff, which um, without them, nothing would scan. It would be a mess, labels. And I, I call them, uh, oh, my guys are really the unsung heroes of Gourmet Glot. But these guys are really great. So it's Yaakov. And it's Hootie and Aliza in the back office really do a fantastic job. Aliza is your oldest daughter? Oldest one, yes. She's uh, great, yes. We've, we've, I've known your girls for a long time. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. Um, I also I want to make a mention today of the beautiful flowers that Debbie Flowers gave us Gorgeous. here on the table. Thank you, Debbie. As well as this whole arrangement behind us. It's Mother's Day this weekend, so come on in and get some flowers. Let's honor our moms and grandmothers. Um, as well as Shavuos is around the corner, so we've got... A, a beautiful array of fresh cut flowers and arrangements, table arrangements, and so on. This is a one stop shop. shop. Yes, it is. It's a destination supermarket. If you do not live in the five towns, you don't have to live here. I get it why you might not live here, but you can come I don't. shop here. I love it here. I, I just love it here. here. I love it. Well, you know, but no, it's not, it's some people might have their families and hard to move away uh, from their okay, families. Yeah, not we'll, me. We'll, we'll let them go. <laughs> but if you don't live in the area, come shop here. It is so much fun to come to the five towns. You can go to some fabulous restaurants. Again, shout out to the fish plate. They have everything from pizza to ice cream to soup to fish. We have everything in the five towns. It's, everything is here. And, and... To go make love. Gosh, me, look everything. me, everything. Really, it's just a fantastic a great, place to be. Great infrastructure in this, yes, in this town. Yes, One wonderful. day we'll all be living in Israel, but until then, we're here. Um, but I, I really enjoy coming shopping, and, and I have friends that come actually from other neighborhoods to come do a full shop here. Right. Um, 
I love the sushi. <laughs> big, big, big shout, shout out to Shout out to them as well. They're going to they're gonna be very busy going into Shavuos. Yeah. Very important. Don't forget um, your sushi platters. Right? Oh, For sushi platters. They probably can make them in the shapes of Ten Commandments. So everyone's been going crazy with that. Uh, yeah, they always get creative. They they do the hamantash and sushi for, yeah. for Purim, and they're always always getting cute ideas. Um, okay, so first this morning's show is great. Thank you. Okay, uh, really fantastic. Uh, great guests. Uh, I wanted three to be demos. Really informative. It was great. I, people standing here really taking notes on all your cooking steps and all the different things that were going on. A lot of questions being asked in the aisles as um, as you were speaking and and uh, uh, whoever was demoing. All the all your guests were fantastic. Yeah. Uh, this was a good show. They're all good, Thank but you. this one was ex- exceptional. Um, so as far as uh, the show, and then you know it's it's Erev yeah, I'm I'm on my countdown with two weeks to you. Literally, literally on my countdown. <laughs> I'm still going. I'm still going. Yeah, okay, good. I, I'm still going with a Very good, excellent. Last night was 34. Yeah. Okay. Um, and as far as the store, you know, here at Gourmet Glot, we are ready for Yantif. We're ready for um, the rush. We're ready for everyone's needs. Um, we're 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 hoping that we really planned ahead, thought ahead, and anticipated uh, customers' needs as always. That's always the biggest challenge, and you know I'm in touch with um, the the people that put out the new cookbooks and the new recipes that appear in right. Bina and all these other magazines and so on. And we try to stay a step ahead. They send me a list of ingredients before you have to. Right, we so have something in here. We're going to start right, from right. Joy of Kosher that we want to get in the store. So before before these actually hit the stands, I'm aware of what's coming in, and we anticipate and we hope that we anticipate properly That's and we forecast and uh, we bring in all the merchandise. So uh, as far as our stock rooms and everything else, we're ready for Yontif. We're all good to go. And you have some great new products. I've been working with Hannah as well right. on her dressings. Can I just give – Hannah, I'm telling everybody about your green goddess dressing. We were here yesterday when she demoed. Yeah, she yeah. came in from Toronto. She was demoing yesterday. Everyone was just loving all the different yeah, dressings. Yeah, I want to give her a whole half hour on the table for two because oh, be I didn't want to give her five minutes here in the show. I thought her salad dressings were amazing. And I got these potato chips as well. Uh, the company sent me these. As, I thought, so cute. Each packet of potato chips has got its own little... This is a like salty, name, so story. it's the secret of Mr. Salt. Right, and they've got here this one. Where it's, uh, the, the day sweet and sour became friends. That, is, that means and salt then, and vinegar. Right. Uh, the hick, uh, when, when hickory, hickory got, got barbecued. barbecued. Like it's and then, like you know which one I'm out of? I can't believe it. The chicken soup flavor. I have it in my house. Yeah, it was very popular when they were doing that demo that day. People couldn't believe it, just, it, and it wasn't bad. It was nice to have that little something together. Uh, with we the love chicken chip. soup, so I'm going to uh, eat mine when I get home. We're going to have good. it over Shabbos. Um, okay, can we? We're, we're Wait, we're not done. Hold okay. it. I have a few more new items. I know. I okay, know where you want to go. Four minutes left, and I got a couple okay. of questions for you, mate. Um, Dulce de leche, as you know, as a as a chef, mm. um, it's the ingredients. It's the so, ingredients. It's the ingredients. Yes, having a great recipe is fantastic. But you know what? You need to have your quality ingredients. This is authentic. This is from Arge- uh, Argentina. Oh, it's Argentinian? Because I know this is not horrible. This is the real deal. You, you have to, you yeah, have to it's not a sauce. It's, a, it's a custard almost. It's Chalavis Oh, so I did not realize that. So this is the It's Chalavis Roland, Dulce de Leche. Okay? And Esti Capra made those. Yeah, my buddy. Chips. You know what? Shout out to you, Esty. We're waiting to have you on table for two when you get yourself down here from Toronto. Right. That'll be great. I told her we have to have her on, and she's got a new item coming out, which is Stroisel Crumbs. Okay. And I've been promised we'll be the first retail store to have that product in it. Howie? Yes. We've got to talk. What's going on in Woodmere? Is it true? It's a nice place. It's a little further east. It's further east. It's right near my house. Is this true? 
Are you guys going to open up in Woodmere? God willing, we're opening. Um, uh, we will, it'll be different, two stages of opening right okay, now. Talk people to are us. just, they just need, so they need, they breaking. need, a, this is almost literally <laughs> breaking news. They need a store. And, um, the, the response when, when word got out locally that we were going to be doing this, um, people just overwhelmed with, you know, the ability to have the shopping experience of Gourmet Glot in Woodmere and, and we're excited to do it. So, Two schools of thought were either keep the store closed for quite a while and renovate and do everything we want to do, okay. or just get it open. The customers need a place to shop. Get it open. The customers need a place so to shop. That's where we're going. And three blocks from there. Yeah, I love it. it but you have to be open until five minutes before shopping. <laughs> that I can't. <laughs> I know. That, I know. That's not going to happen. When we were, I always but, forget to buy soda. Or like right? we send the kids there right. like ten minutes. That's probably the most popular co- uh, question. <laughs> we're down to our last two minutes. Um, lastly, is these paleo. Um, pops, finally, a sugar-free, legit paleo. Paleo pops. Paleo is so interesting. It's okay. A, it's, a, it's a great diet trend, and people who, yeah, pe- who people are really, are really the sugar, sugar about paleo. Yes, so we've got it in. Okay. Um, Howie. What else can I tell you? This is very exciting, all your products and all your news about moving. And I hear right. there's something about New Jersey. New Jersey has a liquid store coming out stores. as well. Jersey's got stores. We've got lots going on. I love the expansion of Gourmet Light. I am so honoured, and our Nachum Siegel Network is right. honoured to be a part of that. Right. To go. Um, it's, all right. It's been You've exciting. Got Ten it's, seconds. It's just been exciting knowing that this was all going on in the background and previous shows. I haven't been able to talk about. I it. know he's been biting so, his yeah, tongue, uh, and we got the whole the, next and door. And there's more stuff. And then we could do a whole half hour. Yeah, maybe you'll come into the studio, and we'll talk as we get closer <laughs> okay, to the time. Okay, absolutely. We'll do a show in the studio. This is Table for Two on the Nachum Siegel Network. Thank you for joining me. I was your host, Naomi Nachman. Our show is sponsored by Abels and Hyman. We taste better. I would just like to give a big thank you to all our guests today that came in and especially to Howie Klagsbrun and Yoli Steinberg and the entire team that makes it happen from the guys in the back office to the people who helped me sweep up when I knocked over and smashed a glass this morning. You're a fabulous place to shop and a fabulous supporter of the Nachum Siegel Network. Thank, Thank you. you to you. Thank you, Miriam. Thank you, ZK. Thank you, Danny. Thank you to my intern from SKA, Rachel Kaufman, who is here, who's working for me for her work-study program. It has been an amazing experience. Thank you, Rabbi Adler. Thank you, the entire team from everyone that's been here. Um, my amazing guests, I'm just, I'm, I'm scared I'm going to leave someone out. Shifra Klein, Alex Idov, uh, Brent Delman, Shomo Blaschka, uh, Simon Springer, Mendy Hers. Who have I left out? I think we're good. I did good. Shabbat Shalom, everyone. Stay listening to us right up until Lech Bangings. We've got music sponsored by Kedem, who provided our amazing show today with Shlomo. Shabbat Shalom. Uh, stay tuned. Next week is a great show. Thank you.